comes to rom-coms in the same room edition. <gasps> it's been so long. I know. This is so exciting. Yes. Having another person over. In the same room, we're looking into each other's eyes. I know. Directly. Not through a screen. I only hang out with four. No, that's a lie. Five other people. Yeah. Okay. Five other people. Okay. And you're one of them. So it's nice to see you. It's been a while. It has been a while. <laughs> great l- great to be in the same room. <laughs> so exciting. Well, hopefully now that we'll have enough vaccines for every adult at by the end of May, we might be able to see other people. Hey, I'm getting mine tomorrow. Woo woo. First shot, bitches. Or yeah. is it the one shot? Great question. <laughs> You'll I'll find, find out. out. <laughs> Keep you posted. Uh, you know, I haven't heard anything like does the one shot have the same kind of side effects that the two shots have? I think it's more mild, but it's more for younger people because it's more effective at preventing hospitalizations. Mm. It's like got a 67 effective rate, I think. But if you get it, it will be a less severe form. Right. Kind of. I think it's more similar to like an actual flu shot. And I know I've had the flu after a flu shot and it hasn't been that bad. Right. So that's cool. Yeah. Take what I can get. Exactly. Science. Except I can't get anything. So I'll just wait. (laughs) (laughs) Bottom of the barrel right here. Well, I have to travel to Ohio to get mine. So, you know. Good luck to you. Thanks. We'll get there, PA. It was crazy. James and I were looking at a chart of like states getting vaccinated and how well they are and PA sucked. I wonder why. I have no idea. I don't know. We're important, damn it. I know. Just as important as all the other fucking states. Hey. And more important than others. The Declaration of Independence was signed in the state. Yeah, the Steelers play here. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> that was enough. Yeah. I feel like our listeners will feel like that was enough. That was enough. <laughs> all right. So we're continuing on with our teenage rom-coms, and I am fucking loving it. Yeah, they might be my favorite type of rom-com. I know. What does that say about us as grown women? I think it just reflects on our childhoods. Okay. So the nostalgia. Yes. Aspect. I think that's what it is. All right. Let's do that then. Okay. <laughs> let's not dive too deep. So today we're going to be talking about a movie that I've had on my list literally since it came out. I've wanted to watch it. We're going to talk about Love, Simon. It came out in 2018 starring Nick Robinson, Jennifer Garner, Josh Dumal. Do Hamel? I don't know. Neither do I. Uh, Catherine Langford, Alexandra Ship. Oh, Catherine Langford. That's how I know her. She was in, or she wasn't. She's in the Netflix series Cursed. Oh, I haven't and watched it. Bernard and I watched about four episodes and decided it didn't live up to the book, and so we stopped. Gotcha. Um, Logan Miller, Keenan Lonsdale, and George Lindenberg. It's either George or Jorge. 
is it's a J. So I don't Who is it? Nick. Nick? Yeah. Oh, Nick. I forgot who he was for a second. Which one's Martin? Which ass clown is Martin? Logan Miller. Okay. I know. I was looking at um who played Brom because I knew he looked familiar. Brom? Right. This isn't <laughs> Sleepy Hollow. It's not. <laughs> um, and he was in the flash, and that's how I know him. <laughs> it's gonna be hard to break. Oh shit. The, for, the formal edition of Toast to Rob comes Brom. How cute was Nick Robinson? Holy shit. He was very cute. His little like his, his eyes crinkled when he smiled. and Yeah, he was really cute. Oh, whoops. Directed by Greg Berlanti. I know that name. Didn't he like do like a really big show that we watched? I don't know. All right. It seemed like he did. Um, And written by Becky Albertalli. You know what? She wrote the book. I was going to say, did she write the book? Yeah. Um, the screenplay is by Isaac Aptocker and Elizabeth Berger. So to pair with this movie, we will be... Nothing. Go ahead. Why are you... I'm just chuckling. Okay. <laughs> to pair with this movie, we're drinking the first kiss on a Ferris wheel. First kiss on a Ferris wheel. First kiss on a Ferris wheel. It's a long name for a drink, so forgive us for stumbling over it. It is, you muddle up agave nectar. It's supposed to be like lemon agave, but we just used agave. No, I think it was supposed to be butter agave. Butter agave, but we just used <laughs> agave. Because <laughs> um, we didn't use lemon juice. <laughs> lemon rum and apple slices green apple slices it smells like fall and then you rim it with cinnamon and sugar and top it with champagne and it does smell like fall it also looks like fall Mm -hmm. so i feel like we're drinking this in the wrong season Mm, that's okay all right cheers cheers i don't like it it's not awful. I need time. I don't hate it. I need to drink more of it to know. I think that the champagne clashes with the sweetness of the rum and the apples. Even though they're tart apples, it just, you know, to me, apples are inherently sweet. I don't know. I haven't had too many, like, apple cocktails. And also... How long has it been since we've had a drink with rum in it? A long time. Right? I, I, so you, Allison, picked this. I had looked at uh, several other drinks because for some reason this drink intimidated me. And the other one, the other ones were pretty par for the course for us, I feel like. So in a way, I am glad that we're doing this. What? You were going to say something? I just didn't I wasn't feeling any of the drinks that you sent me because I felt like they were really close to just stuff that we've done Mm -hmm. yeah now that we have some experience with this I'm like look I like branching out drink wise Mm -hmm. and this is definitely different Mm -hmm. I don't think I like this but it's not as strong as it first was I'm gonna keep you posted okay
So what were your initial thoughts about this movie? I loved this movie. So I met, I started it two nights ago, meaning to just watch half of it. And I just could not stop. So I, I watched until there were like 15 minutes left. It just gripped me and I loved it. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I, I will tell you, I cried. Me too. Me too. So maybe I just don't like the movie about time. <laughs> <laughs> well, what moment got you? Um, or was it multiple? It was multiple moments, but I think starting from when, like, he told his parents. Okay. And then, so, like, that whole scene, and then when he talked to his mom. Okay. And then when he talked to his dad. When he talked to his dad, that's, like, what fully got me, like, crying. And then at the end, when he gets... The five cups of coffee. Yeah. Crying. Yeah. <laughs> it was such like they were all happy cry. Well, although I got really emotional whenever he read that email saying like whenever Blue was saying like he couldn't do this. And like the, mm. the actor Nick Robinson did a really good job. Yeah. I like felt that. So before we get too in-depth here, let's get a summary. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, plus there's like a couple other things that we have to do. We didn't give martini glasses for 16 candles. Oh, that's what you were talking about. I thought you meant for the one we did with Alice. Mm -mm. And I was like, yeah, we fucking did. No, we didn't do it for 16 candles. I wonder why. We weren't trashed, were we? Were we in a hurry? Maybe we were in a hurry. I don't know. Yeah, me either. So I'll summarize and then we'll do that. Plus, I have a fun fact about Anthony Michael Hall that I didn't want to forget. So Love, Simon is about a boy in high school who's holding a really big secret in. He's gay, but nobody knows. And he starts emailing anonymously a person who is in the same boat as him and they email back and forth and fall in love with each other. And it's based on like an anonymous internet website about their high school. It's not necessarily anonymous. It's just like about their school. It's like a blog about their school almost. Yeah. So that's how it started. And so it's him kind of, Tackling, coming out, falling in love with this guy, figuring out his life. Yeah. So. Okay. So really quick, let's rate 16 Candles. Um, 16 Candles to me is probably, I get stuck between a three and a three and a half. Me too. I'm going to go 3.25. Okay. I think that's looking back at how some of the jokes didn't age well that hurts it for me I also think it's a less romantic version like of a rom it's not very romantic like I think he was into her um before he found that note that she wrote about having sex with if you could have sex with Mm -hmm. anyone but I don't think he would have acted on his 
liking her until he saw that, which I think makes it less romantic to me, even though like he was different. He was getting more serious, more mature, but uh. yeah, I give it a 3.25 because it didn't age. Well, the cringe factor really, you can't laugh as much as you would like to. Mm-hmm. Um, I see your squirrels are still. Oh yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. Our, back our neighbor in the back i actually like i literally saw her shooing away a hawk in her yard from like the squirrels Mm, that would be me i'm sorry it's the circle of life (laughs) i know fucking squirrel you see how many we have but you know me hawks are way more majestic than squirrels that's true but I'm the one leaving out food for my deer. They're my deer now. Obviously. I found out that they don't like bell peppers, but they love tomatoes. Okay. Because we don't like tomatoes. And if I have any stuff from HelloFresh that I don't eat, I put it out for my deer and my neighbors probably hate me. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but they were there before I started feeding them, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to stop. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Ain't no stopping you now, huh? Might have named them. Oh, my God. What? Well, I just named the one that comes up to our front door. Her name's Agnes, and this was before WandaVision, actually, because there's somebody in WandaVision. You need... That's another thing I wanted to talk to you about because it is so different from everything Marvel. It's so good, and Elizabeth Olsen is such a good actor. Hey, psych to everyone who thought we were going to talk about the movie right away. Yeah, psych. (laughs) We're still even on. We're still on like the last podcast. Okay, watch WandaVision. Feed the animals, but not rodents. Eh. I'm diseased. It's not the like the 1500s we're not like battling the bubonic plague <laughs> just like an actual plague <laughs> I, not that the bubonic plague wasn't an actual plague it for real was what if squirrels are carrying coronavirus they could i actually don't know if that's true i know some animals can but i don't specifically know about squirrels i thought it was bats i think they like there are a couple house pets that had it that's sad Mm-hmm. And some zoo animals too. I think like the a tiger. Well, yeah, there was a tiger. I want to say I heard of a gorilla in I like a California zoo, but I could be wrong. Um, branching off into something not movie related again. Shocking. Secret Lights of the Zoo Down Under on <gasps> Disney Plus, and they have platypuses, uh. platypi. They're fucking adorable. Did you know, like, they're only, like, this big? I did not know that. I thought they were, like, really big. I thought they were, like, three to four feet. They're, yeah. like, a foot. I would have thought they were the size of otters. Right. Mm-mm, very small. Shocking. Mm-hmm. I got, we never finished. The kid got off of this, you know, so we just, wait, secret. Is that the, no, no, we weren't watching that one. We were watching the one that takes place at Animal Kingdom. Oh, we were watching that, too. Just like as a light, we don't know what we want to watch. Let's just watch animal stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Fun fact about Anthony Michael Hall. Then we'll talk about this delightful movie, Love, Simon. Got it. Did you know, and I learned this from with Gorley and Rust, 
the podcast that I'm obsessed with. Um, <laughs> I don't think you need to say that anymore. I think we all know. <laughs> it's a great podcast, not a sponsor. Um, I did tell you that I submitted my feedback about like they should do tremors. Okay. Um, still looking for hearing about that on a mailbag episode. Um, <laughs> So they were talking about Stanley Kubrick because they're doing the alien movies right now. Uh-huh. And Stanley Kubrick did Full Metal Jacket. Uh-huh. Their first choice for Joker was Anthony Michael Hall. What Joker? Like in that movie, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, I've never watched it. Okay. I've only seen a little bit of it. Um, but I guess he's like a really bad army guy. I don't know. And apparently, like, their first choice was, like, this happy-to-go-lucky. And, like, I don't know. From what I understand, he was, like, a tortured kind of, per- like, character in this movie. So, I don't know. That was interesting. But his parents said no because they wanted more money. Because his parents represented him at the time. Well, yeah. I guess he was under 18. But that He was 19. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I thought so. It was less interesting as it came out of my mouth but well you, i think you have to know full metal jacket to appreciate that fact okay my mind immediately went to batman yeah i know sorry no it's okay um well, about anthony michael hall i was going to bring up to yesterday I was listening to the most recent or no it might not be the most recent anymore i was listening to the keenan thompson episode of Mm. O'Brien needs a friend mm-hmm. and they were talking about weird science in that one. Oh, i didn't listen to it so tell me about it well no i was gonna see it was like a movie conan saw when he first moved to la like he went to the theaters and saw it it was it had to do with his lack of technological abilities <laughs> <laughs> he's really bad did you ever listen to that podcast with him where they put in like at the very end of the podcast, him trying to get onto Zoom and he just couldn't do it. I don't even know what which one that was. Oh, I can't remember I ju- either. Yeah, because I wanted to listen to it. God, it's so funny. Because the guy... I think it's Matt Gorley. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Matt Gorley's his yeah, yeah guy. Because he's like a podcast master. Yeah. So, but anyway, I would because we're doing teen rom coms. Mm-hmm. Weird science. Weird science. It's not never... a rom com. Yeah, it is. All right. It's about as much as a rom com as adventure. <laughs> <laughs> so not a rom com. <laughs> there are love interests. Kelly LeBrock. Nope. Okay. Nope. There's more love interests. So I just want to throw it out there. And if the IMDb facts calls it a romantic comedy, I think we should look into it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Shall we move on to Love, Simon? Yes. By the way, this drink is growing on me. Same. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Plus, it comes with a snack. <laughs> a little snacky. An apple slice. Oh, no. You had to. Oh, wow. You didn't even bite the whole half off. <laughs> so I can keep it on my <laughs> Actually, I'm going to put it the other way. Um, I don't like that. Put it back. No. It looks like it's looking at me now. It makes me uncomfortable. It's like a little beak. Making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'll slouch down on my seat so I can't see it. Uh, love, Simon. Where do we start? 
With unbelievability, since that's our first category. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, ass. <laughs> um, I think, do you have a most unbelievable thing from the movie in your head? Mm-hmm. Okay, so do I. And I just want to, like, is it the website? Oh, no. See, I thought the website was most unbelievable to me. Like, just a gossip blog about a high school is that believable? Fun story. Oh, Jesus. Okay. There's an Instagram account for our high school that I went to where people post how it damaged them. What? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, A friend of mine who I was really close, close with in high school, she Instagram messaged it to me. And she was like, look how cool this is. Because my high school is not exactly healthy. Inclusive. Yeah. We've talked about it before. Oh, have we? <laughs> um, yeah. So there's like a whole Instagram account where people post like their, I guess, confessions. That's crazy. Like, I guess it's therapeutic. I wonder if current like students in that school post as well there were people from my class like they put like class of 2008 class of Mm. 2000 whatever okay so it was interesting I read through a bunch very sad yeah I think that's like no high schooler's experience is going to be perfect except for maybe your husband's but yeah so weird right Mm -hmm. I think my husband's might be okay as well well I think your husband's like the definition of cool I wasn't being sarcastic. Like, he's a cool guy. I know. I know. He is. It's weird that we ended up together. (laughs) Because I'm not. (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) I was cool in college once people started, stopped spreading rumors about me that I was a lesbian. In college? Yeah, people from my high school. Oh, because I guess... your college was really close by so you mm-hmm. probably knew a fair amount of people mm-hmm. well your high school really does suck i know not because like there's anything wrong with being a lesbian but it's just a weird thing to use against some it's like very similar to this movie I well guess. in 2008 i think it was something r- like perceived as wrong mm-hmm. and they're trying to be dicks because, like, I was hanging out with somebody at a party and, like, somebody had asked me, are you a lesbian? I'm not kidding. And they were like, oh, so-and-so told me. I was like, no, that's a rumor. <laughs> Thank you for confirming or deny. Like, okay, so maybe not as unbelievable as I thought. Yeah, I'm actually really surprised that that's what you, that's what, you know, because mine was that vice principal. I didn't see him. Okay, there are aspects of what he said I thought was unbelievable, but his overall persona I thought was very believable. Wanting to be cool, wanting to make his presence known around the school, wanting kids to think of him more as a buddy than an authority figure. Absolutely. I could see it. 
what I thought was unbelievable about him was like the Tinder talk and yes. the date talk. And yes. then like after Simon comes out, he's like, I want you to know we didn't have this in common. And it was like, okay, you're obviously concerned about him because you're wearing a pride pin. So why are you saying that out loud? Yeah. That, that part I thought thought was unbelievable, especially you're going to wear a pride pin, but you're going to say that out loud. Like it's a, contrasting message Mm -hmm. so really though that was the only unbelievability i had besides maybe the party what about mm, yeah but i don't know though that's something that i think that we're excluded from in high school culture (laughs) probably we're so cool (laughs) (laughs) let's take another drink of this champagne drink look at you pinky out oh um it's because the glass is sticky (laughs) (laughs) yeah the cinnamon sugar rim really did leak yeah it's okay it happens um it's really it's really good i this is gonna be a good fall drink i would definitely would not make it unless it was fall Mm -hmm. i mean it's like 50 five degrees out right now it feels like fall no but it's it's a mental thing like i've seen green coming up and i think our tulips are starting to pop up like yeah it's a it's a state of mind (laughs) okay sticking to it um fuck i forget what you were talking oh the party yeah did you find that unbelievable i found the Yoko Ono and John Lennon outfit completely unbelievable. I was like, what the fuck is is he supposed to be? No, I knew immediately. How? Because he w- looked exactly like John Lennon. But she did not look or dress to me like Yoko Ono. The glasses, maybe. She needed to straighten her hair yeah. to be Yoko Ono. Yeah. I like someone called him Fancy Jesus, though. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. cracked my ass up. I really liked Bram's costume. I did, too. That's why I suggested a blue Hawaiian. Oh. Because he's blue, and then he was dressed as Brock in Hawaii. Post-presidency. Just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> Great image. I also liked the Freudian slip. So... I was reading about that in the IMDb facts, and it all goes back to the conversation about dreams in the beginning of the movie, where Abby talks about like Nick being Christiani, Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo, and she talks about something Freudian with the dreams, and then like he was dressed as Ronaldo, and then the Freudian slip. Um, and I didn't have anything against the Freudian slip. And I was going to say the dreams like the Daniel Radcliffe. No. With Simon. Oh, no. It was just about that conversation. Oh, okay. Do you want to talk about that? Later. Okay. <laughs> um, I didn't mind the Freudian slip costume. I minded Martin. Well, he's a dick. Right. But I feel like you're supposed to feel sorry for him in the movie. I didn't. I just think he's an asshole. Yeah. Okay, good. Glad we're on the same page there. 
I loved the party. How because Simon thinks that Bram is blue, he starts drinking and he gags on his drink. <laughs> no, I drink. The last couple movies we've watched, 16 Candles, this movie, it makes me really want shitty beer. You know what? I bet I could arrange that for you. Do you have shitty beer here? I guarantee you we have <sighs> shitty beer here. Just like, uh, you know. Like like a Michelob or something? Yeah. Nothing above a yingling. Yeah. No, I, I bet I could handle that request. I love it. Yep. Um, yeah, I, we covered, I found it was more like what was believable, Mm -hmm. like that horrendous play practice at Mm -hmm. the beginning. So believable. Do we find it believable that they did cabaret in high school? I've never seen cabaret. Have you? It's, I've never seen it, but it's like sexy. Isn't it? It seemed like it was about a sex club in Nazi Germany. Exactly. Or a nightclub. So what I did read about in IMDb facts is it was they were considering doing a I don't know what would it wouldn't be called homemade I don't think but an original version of a musical say anything and then they changed it but that would cross off one of our teen tropes if it had been about say mm. anything because it would have been that throwback to um you know what he's doing right Mm-mm. he keeps pointing to his head because that's oh is that my husband's hat he's been looking for that everywhere he really has. Whenever you sent that text, he was like, what are we looking at here? He like couldn't figure it out. And then he was like, it's my hat. <laughs> because he has another one. And he's like, this one's not warm. Cabaret. Facts. Cabaret. Yeah. <clears throat> say anything. It was supposed to be a musical say anything. And they changed it to cabaret, which I agree. If it's about a sex club in Nazi Germany, maybe... Maybe not for high school. Because, um, what was her name? Abby? Yes. She was very sexy. And she was in lingerie. Mm-hmm. Like garters and... With the feather boa. It was inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But she was really the only one. Wasn't she? Like in lingerie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was weird. I agree. I don't think parents would be thrilled with that choice. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I felt about the believability. So I'm fast forwarding all the way to that football game. Okay. And when the girl gets up to sing the national anthem and then she dedicates it to all of the refugees. seemed like a bizarre choice. Yeah. Believable. I don't know. I mean, kids are idiots. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) They are. And they do bizarre things. So I just don't know what would possess her to make that. Yeah. And her vocal coach. Her vocal coach. I mean, it sounded like it was going to be a decent national anthem. I I did not take a lot of notes on this movie. I didn't either. It was like, I just wanted to enjoy it. I was too into it. I know. So maybe we won't we won't do it as much justice 
on the pod. But I really do think the majority was normal high school mm-hmm. teenage life, mm-hmm. which he talked about at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think it, like when those two ass clowns are up in the cafeteria and the theater teacher who I loved for more than this, this, the telling off she gave them, they were right. She can't talk to them that way in no. front of the entire class. No, I wrote down that that was unbelievable, but it was amazing. Yeah. Because I'm sure that's what every teacher would want to say to them. Yeah. I thought it was unbelievable as well that the vice principal brought in Ethan and Simon to talk to those two ass clowns without discussing with them first. You can't close that circle like that and just bring them in Mm-mm. like that. They're they're probably not ready to talk to them. No. And they might never be ready to talk to them. Which would be understandable. And the fact that they he brought them in to apologize makes me think they weren't going to be suspended for what they did. Yeah. Which they should have, especially in today's time. Oh, well, yeah. I'm simulating a sex act while making fun of two other students. Mm-mm. They needed to be out of there. And I'm sure that parents or guardians like would have been informed of the situation like simon's and ethan's not Mm -hmm. just those two guys Mm -hmm. and they could have possibly pressed charges if they had so chosen which i'm i'm sure that simon would have been like no don't do that but right i did find christmas scene very believable where he opens up the headphones and the mom is like I hope you like them. Is black okay? I have the receipt. You can take it back if you want. Because that's very, like, on brand with our Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't like it, you can take it back. Mm-hmm. Just just take it back. I know you don't like Rece- it. Receipt's in the box. It's fine. It's fine, really. <laughs> like, extended family, personal family. We're very honest gift openers, too. Mm-hmm. So... Like, there's been, like, one or two times where I've opened something and I'd be like, no, I don't want this. Thanks. They're like, well, this is really great. It's going to be so warm or, oh, this is just all in style now. And you're looking at it and just go, no. <laughs> like those this weird ass. not me. Those weird ass Michael Kors tennis shoes that dad got me. It's like I was talking to the person and she said that these are so in right now. And I was just like looking th- at them like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> like patchwork denim. Not for me. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um. So another thing, I don't know, like Simon, when he was posting his um, main post to the school towards the end, it was very articulate and beautiful and romantic and well-spoken i was like could a teenager actually write this and i think so i think so but would a teenager write that to everyone he's like i don't want to say he seemed really comfortable with it happening and with his being gay because i don't think he was but i was surprised that he continued to go to school like day after day and sit by himself day after day like I don't feel like we got 
the scope of the emotional toll that that would have taken on him. You know, it's funny that you say that because I, I think this is the third movie where we've encountered that where a character gets singled out and they sit by themselves and they're like isolated. This movie, we got Olive from Easy A. Mm -hmm. We got Bianca from The Duff. She was singled out? Mm -hmm. Like she isolated herself. She only had Wesley because, you know, she kind of disowned her friends. Mm. Yeah. We we're not I don't think we're gonna do this movie, but you got mean girls. Katie would mm-hmm. eat in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Well, they even did it to Regina too mm-hmm. after she was wearing the velour tracksuit because it's the only thing that fit. Yep. So maybe that's something to consider. Yeah. But that's like traumatizing in high school because you know everyone's looking at you. Yep. And like I think in some people's cases they're wondering what's going on. But in Simon's case, they know what's going on, Would we, which would make it that much worse for him. <laughs> I liked over Christmas break how he Google searched how to dress gay and he had like a <laughs> yeah. little montage of like trying all these like real tight T-shirts. Because I mean that's his that's his identity now. Like he was hiding it before and now he's not. So I thought that was really believable, mm-hmm. like trying to figure out how to be. And Ethan being like, look, the hoodie look doesn't really do it for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor Ethan. I felt really bad for him too. High school's just High school's the, the worst. Wor- but Ethan handled it so well, even though I'm sure he was dying inside. Which he mentioned a little bit in there. But, like, he didn't let anyone see that part of him. Yeah, very strong and very clever. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel about the plan, Simon's plan at the Ferris wheel to get Blue to show himself believable? No. Okay. Grand romantic gesture, what we all want. Very reminiscent of like a less creepier version of like never been kissed. Uh, a less creepy version because one of them's not a teacher and the other one wasn't posing as a student. That'd be why. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I always hated that movie. Guilty pleasure. I just didn't think it was that good. Is it a teen rom-com? It is. Guilty pleasure. You want to do it? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll do it next. I like how one leads to another. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I thought that grand romantic gesture, it would have been brutal sitting there waiting all of those times with everyone looking at you. And to announce that plan to everyone in that post was crazy. Martin did get redeemed for me in that moment, though, because he was like, I'm sorry, man, I just can't watch you. And then he just like shoved money into that Ferris wheels guy's chest. Uh Like it was nice, a nice gesture. It was a nice gesture. I don't think he was redeemed though. Fully. Yeah. Like he was actually becoming friends with them and he did that. 
whenever he tried to apologize I w- and Simon was like, get the fuck away from me, I was like, good. Mm-hmm. And his explanation of it. Like, this was supposed to be my decision and my words, and you took that from me. Mm-hmm. I got a little teary there. I'm just watching you drink your drink. It's very dainty. I know it's because it's sticky. You didn't like that end bit, huh? No, I was shaking my head at you. Oh, okay. Do you want to do a new drink now? Yeah. Okay. Pause. I think we're done with uh, believability, right? Oh, yeah. Agree. Okay, cool. Wasn't a lot there. No. All right. Cool. Awesome. So obstacles to these two being together, I feel like it's fairly obvious. So obvious. Care to tell us about it? <laughs> well, both gay characters are currently in the closet and not being honest about who they are. And then once one of them comes out forcibly granted, yeah, not by choice, the other one is still scared, which absolutely makes sense right yeah they're going to the same school he probably sees what simon's going through and doesn't want to face that and who can blame him kids are horrible yeah as displayed by those two ass clowns and i honestly think that those two ass clowns they seem to be the only two making a fuss about anything which i i think there would be more I think there would be more, too. Everyone else seemed, like, very cool and very supportive. He did get, like, a lot of, like, hey, Simon. Hi, Simon. How's it going, Simon? Mm-hmm. Uh, which one? There was one guy. I don't know if it it may have been the one who was playing the piano who was like, hey, Simon, you probably have a lot going on if you want to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Lyle? I don't know. I can't remember which one was Lyle. That might have been the Waffle House one. I like how each guy changed in his imagination Mm -hmm. and he was trying to figure out. I thought it was Brom from the get-go with the Oreo thing, but then I saw him at that party and I was like, oh, I guess it's not Bram. Bram. (laughs) Fuck. I just want to say Brom. I know you do. It's okay. What is Bram short for? Stoker. I don't know what's Brom short for. Bromwell. Bromwell. <laughs> I don't think they're short for anything, but I couldn't swear to it. That's a weird name. But if we're done with obstacles, I feel like this is a good segue into chemistry. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned the Oreos. And at the end of the movie, I'm sure you noticed, was it Christmas that... Simon was eating the Oreos mm-hmm. with the red frosting, mm-hmm. which I thought was adorable. By the way, those Oreos are the better ones. The Oreos with the colored frosting are superior to regular Oreos. No. Yeah. I think so. I think the Halloween ones taste better by far. I'm going to have to try this out. How do you like the Gaga Oreos? They're fine. I like them. Um... Mine are kind of getting stale. See, that's the thing with Oreos is like I usually have like one sleeve, like one mm-hmm. thing, and then I'm done. That like kind of sates. Sa- James doesn't eat them. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't like the Gaga ones as much. Either that or he hasn't tried them. Oh, see, my kid won't eat regular Oreos. 
So she'll eat the Gaga ones. Well, they're pink. So we've gone through four of them. <laughs> so I wish I would have brought mine <laughs> next time. And also doesn't hurt that Bernard takes like four at a time. Well, that's a serving size. That's appropriate. I think two's a serving size. Mm, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so chemistry, I thought that was adorable. Mm-hmm. I think... I think that also the guy changing places has to do with chemistry as well. Okay. Because it lends itself to the fact like all three of those guys look different. Mm -hmm. That Simon was really just more interested in the personality behind whoever was writing the letters. Yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. I Go ahead. But I really did enjoy... Like, I was so certain it was Bram. So was I. Until that party. That was a really good kind of distraction. Um, I thought that they had great chemistry at that party when they're playing beer pong and they're absolutely crushing it. And then they're doing the karaoke together Mm -hmm. and, like, they're drinking together. I thought it was adorable. But then, like, they throw a wrench in the plan with him kissing the girl. But also, you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I also thought that... The explanation Bram gave for making out with the girl made sense. Yeah. He's confused. I was drunk and confused. Yeah. Probably more interested in fitting in with everybody else. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wanted to see if it fit. Yeah. Also, the whole Ferris wheel scene was perfection. Yes. He came, sat next to Simon, but also the kissing. Like, Simon kissed him, like, once, I feel like twice, and then stopped, and then did it again. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It was, it was like, a, such a good scene. It was one of those butterfly scenes. Like, I got butterflies when I watched them kiss because I just believed it so much. Mm-hmm. I also, like... What part of what made that scene for me? Yes, everyone was rooting for him. Everyone was watching. But then when Bram gets on the Ferris wheel and they start going around, Abby's ugly crying at the bottom. I didn't notice that. <laughs> she is just hardcore crying. Like I just wanted it. Yeah. And it was awesome to see how people were rooting for him. Fuck. Keep dropping that coaster. I'm sorry. I need some salt, but it's my house and I don't want to take it everywhere. <laughs> it's a lot of cleaning. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I mean, I guess you have to talk about chemistry in the letters too. Like the whole, how it changed from just Jacques to love. Mm-hmm. And like, blue did that as well like yeah i do like love blue you know well i think it partially not partially to me it's the normal progression of teenage romance and emphasizing the fact that it doesn't matter if it's guy girl 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 guy guy Mm -hmm. like a teenager is gonna feel anxiety 
and romantic feelings and not know how to deal with them and then be Mm self-conscious about how it's going to be received no matter what combination of genders or binary or Mm -hmm. whatever is going to be there. It's just romance. It's just a relationship that no one knows how to deal with. Um, if, if you're done talking about the chemistry between Bram slash Blue and Simon, I really liked the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the scene when he came back drunk and he was trying to play it cool. <laughs> and the parents totally knew. Mm-hmm. And like they have the discussion like, oh, he's drunk. How do we feel about that? Well, he's home at curfew and like, okay, well, we're good parents. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> he didn't drive and he's home at curfew. <laughs> and it's like, what do you do? I mean, you don't. it's so hard like it's so hard to be a parent because it's a 17 year old person they're going to experience it in college like in the next year like is it better to discipline them and then make it more desirable yeah or is it better to just play it cool and be like well he was safe about it so yeah he came home with this friend who was taking care of him like that's fine also loved how they threw the barf sweater like in the yard (laughs) You notice that? <laughs> We're gonna worry about it later. <laughs> it was great. Oh boy! By the way, getting tons of follows. I know. I'm really excited. I know. We've gotten like literally 40 followers since Christmas. Follow us, Toasty Romcoms. Email us, toastyromcoms at gmail dot com. Yeah. Or you can go to our wipe website, website toastaromcoms.com, pick out a movie and a drink that goes with it, watch it, drink it, and then email us from the website. Ooh, yeah. That was really nice. Mm-hmm. It's a good feature. Yeah. And let us know how you felt the drink paired up. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, how you felt about the movie, the martini glasses you would give to it. I would love if people just DM'd us drink ideas. I'm always looking for drink ideas. Me too. Because sometimes the ones on Instagram, I look at them and I'm like, I just can't do this. Yeah. It's too fancy. Mm-hmm. Like where the, like I've been seeing, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. I've been seeing a ton of really good looking drinks with orgiet. O-R-G-A. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like what the hell is that? I don't know. I thought you pronounced it orgiat. That sounds good. <laughs> is it more like a bergamot? Orgio. It's a Bergamo <laughs> situation we got going on here. No, for real though, there's a bergamot liquor. And I almost bought it, but I was already like two hundred dollars deep in the <laughs> liquor. And I was like, another time. <laughs> it's like a blue, pretty glass bottle that would look great in my kitchen. Oh my god, we are both so off with it. <laughs> what is <laughs> One more time for this seats in the back. Orjat. Orjat. Okay. <laughs> Sounds great. Yep. I've been seeing a lot of drinks with cream de cassis. I don't know what that is, and I don't think I've seen it. Neither any. do I, but I've seen a lot. You know what I want to try? No. The cactus schnapps. Oh, yeah. Alice said that, right? Yeah. I really want to try that. I bet you cannot find that in Pittsburgh. 
I don't know. Maybe PI libations or something has it. I bet they could order it. Yeah, probably. probably special order. Yeah. We'll have to think about it. Okay. Chemistry with parents was great. They obviously loved him. The dad obviously felt horrible about all of his awful, awful dad jokes that he yeah, made. Yeah, that was, that was cringy. Uh-huh. Even if he hadn't have turned out to be gay, it was cringy. But the parents obviously loved each other, and the entire family chemistry really worked out well. The sister was great. She knew everything that was going on. She didn't tell his secrets or anything. Yeah. That's all I had to add. Okay, good to know. What about the friends, Nick, Abby, Leah? I thought how they isolated him in their time of need just because he did stuff so he could come out on his own. I thought that was shitty. I thought they should have had more empathy to his situation. I do too. To me, it should have been a more like, let's get Martin situation than a Simon, I can't believe you did this situation. Yeah. Like, you don't know what he's going through. Of course, he's going to try to protect his secret because look what happened. Mm -hmm. And they just abandoned him. Even after those two assholes in the cafeteria, they still didn't approach him. No. Which it, was crazy to me. It, that was, yeah, awful. I I thought they should have been by his side the whole time. Agreed. Okay. That pissed me off. I thought that was going to happen. Like, yeah, I get pissed at him for one day, whatever. But I thought they were going to meet him outside of the school after or, you know, before he went in that first day by himself and walk in as a unified friend. But he had to face it by himself. Yeah. Which... It's probably true to a lot of people's experience, but still shitty. Yes. Chemistry? Done. All right. Moment they fell in love. Honestly, I don't even know. And during the course of writing back and forth. Right. But I couldn't pinpoint a letter for you and tell you when it happened. Mm -mm. Maybe we don't even see it on screen. Yeah. You have to think that there's letters that we didn't read, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, yeah, during the course of their back and forth. Agreed. Um, Do they stay together? No. Yeah, I agree. High school. High school. Sorry, guys. We're always going to say no with the teen rom-coms. Yeah. That's just what's going to happen. You need experience. Mm Mm-hmm. Need to see what's out there. If you disagree with us, please email us. High school sweetheart stories. We're still looking for them. Toasteromcoms.gmail.com or toasteromcoms.com. Submit on the website. It's very easy. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know those emails that get submitted through the website, I get through the website's data service so I can respond to them as well through the website service. I did not know that. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. So I'll have to show you a. I also downloaded the app on my phone and I can add stuff to the blog really easily so I can show you how. Okay. Because I think it's possible to link the blog, Instagram, and Twitter all to one. Possibly. (laughs) I know. I haven't figured it out yet. I'm not going to lie. Oh my gosh. I can't even fathom it. (laughs) Maybe this is why the the, the school website blog was so yeah, yeah. for me. 
<laughs> Someone could figure this shit out. Not me. <laughs> um, iconic scene. Ferris wheel. Absolutely. Completely agree with you. It's the Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate it because it seems like it's the easy way out, but it's the penultimate moment. It was a great moment. True story. Sorry. I think the dogs came in the door and it scared me. I felt it. <laughs> like, physically felt the door. Yeah. Um, And then final thoughts. Well, I really love that Game of Thrones is still relevant. Oh, my God. I know. I have that written down. It always comes back to Game of Thrones. Always. I loved his. He was like all of his friends wanted to see Daenerys's boobs and he was just crushing hard on Jon Snow. Mm hmm. Yep, always come back. Love it. Uh, I loved Ethan's comebacks. I know we mentioned them before, but I completely lost it when he told the one guy, it looks like you've been gangbanged by TJ Maxx. (laughs) (laughs) I lost it completely. It's so funny. Let's see. Uh, Did you see it coming that Leah was actually in love with Simon? Because I saw it coming a mile away. Oh, yeah. Okay. I knew it, too. Because someone, like, I read somewhere the big plot twist. I was like, that's not a plot twist. Mm -mm. That's just. Um, I feel like if somebody threw up on you, that's a get out of blackmail free card. (laughs) That's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, come on, Martin, give it up. Like, you threw up all over him. Uh, It should be a get out of blackmail free card. I know we talked about how that teacher would not keep her job for telling off those students, but I loved her so much. I don't get paid enough for this. You don't want to get good at that when she was talking about the huffing. Yeah. <laughs> Stop pretending that trumpet is your penis. <laughs> yes. That's the most action I've seen all year. <laughs> yeah. Like none of that. A teacher could say none of that, but it's hilarious. and I loved it so much. She is the, like, inner workings of a teacher's mind. Verbatim. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like just Martin was so cringy, like, just as a whole. But, like, that thing at the football game was wild. Yeah, I don't know what kind of mind it takes to translate, like, Simon's, like, yeah, grand gesture, whatever, into I'm going to steal the microphone away from the national anthem lady and declare my love for someone who probably doesn't like me that back that much. I've never agreed with that one weird teacher more. Whenever he covered his eyes with his hat, I was like, yep. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. Um... Yeah, Martin was just, he had a lot of development to go through. Yeah, like there was a part of him where I was like, okay, he wants his authentic self, quote unquote, to show through. And then there was a part of me that was like, he shouldn't show his authentic self. But I think a lot of that had to do with the fact he was blackmailing someone. And that's just not okay. It's not okay, especially whenever it's blackmailing a teenager like i know you're gay and i'm gonna just tell everybody Mm -hmm. you have to help me get this girl to like me yeah Mm -hmm. no that's not how romance works it's It's not well they all learn that yeah i um i don't know about you but in like these coming out stories slash scenes that we've seen 
I mean, I don't know if it's okay, but like I just get so emotional during them because I just can't understand how hard it is because we're straight and I just feel like it would just be so unbelievably hard to be that vulnerable and just not know what's going to happen. It makes me cry every single time. Well, I think that that also plays into like, remember Simon had those like coming out of straight scenarios. Yes. And that was so funny. It was funny. And it's true. Why do gay people have to be the only ones that, come out like that like it shouldn't just be a given anymore mm-hmm. i agree so and i th- i don't think it's wrong of you to say that i think it makes these movies and stories so much more important for everyone to watch and read so we can kind of like get a grasp on what other people are going through because we don't know no it's just just like, you know, watching Black History Month stories or watching black TV shows or comm- like we don't know that experience. So you look like. No, I just this might be stupid, but like I always cry at those things because I feel terrible about them. But then I end up going into the spiral because stop feeling bad because it's not about you, Allison. Like, you know what I mean? Do you like. You, you're like, you're making this about you because you're feeling bad about it. And then I just go through the spiral like, I don't know. Well, I think it, no, I get what you're saying. Okay. And it's not about self-pity or, or feeling bad. Right. I think that's what you do with those emotions. So are you doing something to stand up for someone else? Are you contributing to other people's causes, et cetera, et cetera? Mm-hmm. So, but the it all has to start somewhere and hearing other people's stories and getting to feel these feelings and understanding what it's like for different people. Like you brought up happy. Did you bring up happiest season? I did earlier. It may or may not be on the air though, but I brought up happiest season whenever Dan Levy is talking about coming out and how hard it was for him and how he, um, wasn't accepted by his family and like I just completely broke down mm-hmm. like watching that oh it's you don't know everyone's personal like Simon's experience even though school's not good home is mm-hmm. and his story and happiest season that was really a bad one mm-hmm. so I think knowing the full range of what someone goes through those possibilities will help treat people more and pathetically mm-hmm. um and i think it, you need to know that so you can educate other people into what like uh, i'll keep those in my mind as i'm you know talking to my kid just try to be more aware i suppose yeah yeah but then there's a whole slew like i said of other causes that you can donate to or participate in if you so choose to help bring that outlet. Yeah. We don't have a list of those present, but wouldn't be that hard to get. No. So, but to go along with that, I was reading an article I saw on Twitter and it was talking about like how something in Virginia maybe banned Dr. Seuss books for possible racial or racist undertones. I believe it. That guy was an asshole. 
that's that's kind of like where it was talking about. And this woman like went into research. What are the most banned books out there now? And I want to say like seven out of ten of them had transgender and gay themes in them. And they were not allowed to come out. Like one was a fairy tale between a prince and a knight. Cause the guy was like, there's nothing out there for gay boys who might feel like oh. this is normal for them. And I wanted to fill that gap, but yeah. now like libraries are banning it because of its, its thematic scheme. A really fantastic book that I read um, recently that kind of encompasses all of these issues. Actually, I think I told you about it, Marie. It was the vanishing half. No, you didn't tell me about this. Oh my gosh, it was so good. It was um, two black twins who kind of went their own way in oh, life. Oh, wait. Yeah, now it's sounding familiar. And it kind of goes through their journey and into their um, daughter's journeys as well. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. I'm trying to find the name and the, the exact title and the author because if you guys are interested in something like that, it was really fucking good and it was so different um let me see okay it was the vanishing half by Britt bennett and like i said just very different i i don't know if it was like coming of age story kind of a thing but Mm -hmm. it was a page turner i really liked it um so again i know we say this jokingly as well but Feel free to email us toastaromcoms at gmail.com or through the website toastaromcoms.com about any of these like important matters or anything that we're getting wrong. Or, yeah, for sure. Like we by no means know everything. We just know how we feel. And that like I don't want to say that's correct. I mean, we just try to accept everybody is basically what it is. Right. But if we're saying things wrong, if we are doing something unknowingly, let us know. Yeah. So I got two big dogs. Yep. Two big dogs. Two big boys. Hello. They're very excited to see you. I know. You're good boys. Um, poor Murphy's still looking for a toy to come over with <laughs> and, and wine with. <laughs> can't find any. No, he can't. <laughs> poor boys. We'll have to get him some more. Millie does that too whenever I get home. Yeah. She like looks. But then she always has toys everywhere and like none, like she can't find the right one. Non-satisfy the requirements. Mm-mm. How's your drink doing over there? Did you finish? Not yet, but I definitely want to so I can go on to that Miller High Life over there. That's right. Bad beer coming your way. Mm. Back in high life again. High school tropes. Viral moments. Mm. We got two viral moments. Two viral moments. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you got that right. And we got the fantastic teenager room. Oh my gosh, I know. That room was so fucking cool. The chalkboard wall. Did you see that ladder shelf? The ladder shelf. How huge his desk was. All the stickers on the walls. And you know what? Bram's house had stickers. Was it Bram? No, it was Martin's house had stickers Mm. everywhere too. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's going to destroy the wall. I know. The attic. Martin had a really cool like attic loft kind of a room. Mm. Also, Simon's bed looked very cozy. It did. Because it was in that little, like, alcove. Yeah. Is that the right word? I don't know, but it sounds right. Awesome. Um, yeah, the Impossible Teenage Room. No, I didn't feel like there was a throwback to any 80s teen rom-coms. Mm-mm. 
And what was the the come to Jesus moment? I mean, all the friends got back together. Yeah. I don't think there was anything saving those two assholes. No, nothing. They peaked in high school, like that teacher said. <laughs> um, I think I'm done with final thoughts. Same Z's. Um, would you like to open your birthday present on the air? or not do you want me to yeah Marie's dying (laughs) take a sip of the high life it'll make you feel better oh my gosh we had a big milestone (laughs) Marie turned 40 I did it I know it's not a (laughs) surprise but I did it I will have you know that I said this today. Yes. (laughs) About what? Shit. I don't know what it was. No, maybe it was yesterday. No, it was our cocktails yesterday. Bernard made a cocktail from the cocktail book that you got us. And he made me a Cosmo with a champagne topper. Mm. And after I sipped his drink, I said, I like mine better. (laughs) I got myself the matching shirt, by the way. (laughs) Uh, and pink too yep so we both have i like mine better shirts have you seen that on the buzzfeed list i have i thought it was adorable i do too not a sponsor there's nothing else in there but this is good because i just finished the first bridgerton book oh how was it very different interesting yes i got maria bookmark that's on the buzzfeed list where you can fill in all the books that you want to read so uh, I think Bernard said he wanted to read it. So after okay. he's done with it, I'll send it your way. I finished it in two days. Okay. Wait, no. When did I get? I got it Sunday. Today's Wednesday. So, yeah, two days. I'm reading Mexican Gothic now for book club. What's that about? A TBD. I'm 20 Ooh, pages in. Ooh, this is awesome. It's upside down, but yeah. And the nose That's a nose peak? Yeah. Yeah. I also got a matching one for myself. <laughs> it's a Game of Thrones mask. I love it. It's very comfortable. It is actually quite comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really like it. <laughs> I've been I don't have any cloth ones. Like I have mm-hmm. one cloth one, so that's great. The rosebud salve. It's great. I think you're going to love it. You you mentioned it like months ago. Mm-hmm. I also mentioned that months ago too. You did. The Laneige Lin- Lin- sleeping mask. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think it legit makes a difference. Now what's it supposed to do? Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. I think it just makes your skin like overall like moisturized and even. Yeah, I need that, especially in like the winter spring months because my skin gets super dry. Yeah, and it like it's not greasy either and it pretty much soaks in immediately. I hope it's not broken because I've never opened. That was the extra Christmas present that I got you because I always buy you too many things. (laughs) Oh, no, I think it's a (laughs) I think you need to put hot coffee in it to know what it says. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) It's 
a black mug. Can I tell you what it says? Yeah. You can kind of see that it's a face. Yeah, you're my... Oh, my God. Is there another Nick yes. Cage thing? Yes. You you have another coffee mug in your house. Thank God. I only have four right now because we're going to move in like three weeks. So it's a picture of Nicolas Cage's face and it says, you're my national treasure. <laughs> Because we all need a little bit more Nick Cage in our lives. We absolutely do. Did you watch the History of Swearing? Not yet. No. But because, well, I was going to watch it, but then with Criminal Minds mm. and schoolwork, I just kind of Understandable. Got, yeah. I need a shitty beer. All these movies that we've been watching that are like the teen movies where they have parties, I just need it. I mean. It's the champagne of beers. Right. <laughs> i got myself a matching one wait okay until next time which we'll be doing never been kissed yes please watch up drink up and cheers, cheers.